discuss polyamorous relationships and queer sexuality with your hosts, Rose and Rowan. And welcome to Dating Out Loud, a podcast about um, polyamory, uh, queer dating, um, being queer, uh, queer sexuality, kink, um, and just being a fucking goddess all the time. Um, my name is Rowan. I am a trans woman. I'm polyamorous. I am um, pansexual, sapphic, um, demisexual, um, and I'm a goddamn queen. Uh, and I'm drinking a lovely rosé tonight. Ooh! Yeah, you are. And, oh, my God, how much do I wish I was with you right now, helping you with that rosé. I'm Rose, a pansexual, cisgendered, polyamorous woman. Woman, that was a question mark for some reason today. It's okay if it's a question mark. You don't always have to be sure about gender. I had to think about it. That's the fun thing about gender. You don't always have to know. Yeah, I've thought this before. Like, I, I feel very in touch with my, my inner masculine and sometimes I really, like, I do just kind of forget, like, about that I'm a woman. I don't know. Well, that's great. Nah, I that think that's just, really great. That was just an aside. A welcome. A welcome to Dating Out Loud, <laughs> where we talk about all this sort of stuff. I have nothing to drink, and I miss you. Oh, oh I miss you. We'll see each other soon. Yes. Soon enough. Um, before we get started, I think that it's probably pretty important that we um, address what's going on in the world right now because we have not recorded since all of this began. And I think that it's really important um, to just say, hey, like, black lives fucking matter and, like, fuck all this police brutality and um, goddamn wrath month. I don't know. Like... Just wanna, just wanna put that out there because it's been on my mind quite a bit lately, and I know that it's probably been on a lot of our listeners' minds, and I know it's been on yours. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about it personally, and uh, you know, you're on the Facebook page uh, being out and proud about it, but I, I don't think there's any secret. If this podcast bothers you, we are pro-black, pro-protest. Pro yep. civil rights. Yep. Pro, I mean everything, right? Trans. Pro defunding gay, the police. Pro, yeah. Pro defunding the police, absolutely. And you know, um, I think it's important to just, like you said, just state it out, state it loud. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, but so this is typically Pride Month. Um, yeah. We've switched it to Wrath Month because we're all goddamn angry. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that that's the topic we want to talk about today, right? Yes. Pride. Uh, there's still a couple days left in June, so. It yeah. feels very um, relevant, right? To talk about Pride? Yeah. As gay I people, think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's important to discuss pride 
um, well, in Pride Month. Um, but also, I think that um, now is a really good time to discuss it because this year we don't have all the festivities we usually have. Um, and um, I don't know about you, but I've been feeling kind of kind of down about it. Um, well, not really down, down, but like. I forget that it's pride and I forget um, to recognize and and celebrate uh, all that we are as queer culture um, in the face of uh, COVID-19 and everything that's going on. Um, And so let's talk about pride. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time in as long as I can remember that I haven't been able to participate in in pride activities. And, yeah, it's just one of the COVID losses, you know, that yeah. sense of loss of, like, oh, that just sucks. It does. It really does. And uh, I know I, I'm sure we're not the only ones who are feeling you know, down, lost, disappointment around around that. So I think it is important to talk about what it means to us. It's definitely given me greater depth and pause to reflect on what it does mean to me. And I think as so much of COVID has brought up, what do we really value and why do we value it? What are we participating yeah. in and why are we participating in it? And is that aligned with our values? Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like there's been a little bit of a notice in at least my sense of the ether of the gay community, if that's a thing, uh, a little bit of kind of maybe disenchantment with pride. Like it's a little watered down, it's a little corporate, it's a little straight. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember last year uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, ours isn't the only one, I guess. People listen to other podcasts, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, that was the theme of last year, since it was the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was talking about how um, how lost the, the idea of pride has been, um, especially um, from its roots as as a riot, as a protest, um, and all of the um, action and movement and, and social movement that happened since then um, as a result um, of organizing through Pride or through the events that fell, followed the very first um, riots at Stonewall. And and that's been lost in a lot of ways um, because it's been commodified. and. Although we lost a lot this year, um, I think that it's really refreshing that that is that's gone, um, yeah. at least for Absolutely. a year. Absolutely. And I hear people as they're lamenting the loss of pride this year of, I just want to march. Yeah. You know, like the importance of the march part because there, there, you know, always is a march, but it really has become more of a parade, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And people even call it that, the Pride Parade instead of the Pride March. Yeah. And I and I love it. I love how fucking fabulous us gays are, okay? Just as the uh-huh. culture, 
as a people, we're fucking fabulous. And we are, as you said, goddamn queens and goddesses. And, of course, we want you to look at us and appreciate us in all our full glory, right? Yeah, <laughs> I like deserve, being looked at. We deserve a parade, right? But it kind of started getting this feeling to me a little bit of, like, this, you know, fucking capitalism sucks of just this, like, oh, look at how, like, normal, quote-unquote, like, het culture can just kind of, like, look at LGBTQ culture through this cute little lens of, like, well, that's nice, you know, they exist. Yeah. Aren't aren't drag queens fun? Like, yes, they are. (laughs) But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, there's so much more to us and to that celebration and to the work that is left to be done in the realm of activism. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of people are um, are really trying their hardest to to make that their truth this year. I've been seeing a lot yeah. of folks... Um, I mean, one of the very first battle cries I, I saw this, well, not the very first battle cry, but um, from the gay community was, hey, this is Pride Month. I know that this is usually about queer culture, but black people are being murdered mm-hmm. and there are protests and this is what Pride is about. It's yeah. about um, pushing back against against the structure that is that is murdering minority groups. Absolutely. Um, and, and police brutality. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um so yeah, that's that's been a pretty major theme this year. Um and I think that that's pretty wonderful. Yeah. I think Absolutely. that it's okay that we sort of go quiet for a Absolutely. year. Or even more if that's if that's the case, um, because other go, things are more important. But not even go quiet. I think it's honestly be even louder to say, like, this is where the intersectionality of our activism is rooted in. Yeah. I mean, right? Like, don't get me started about um, trans women of color. They, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. How they much started of a highlight this. have you been hearing right for and from trans women of color and like I think that that is is so so like just beyond me to talk about like the most marginalized I mean is there a more marginalized group than maybe like Native American trans women yeah like, that, 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 I mean? that was exactly where I was going to go actually um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like you, you know we need to protect each other. Yeah. It's not okay. No, it's not okay that it's not okay that they're finding us murdered. It's not okay. None of it's okay. So we're yelling and screaming. Yeah. And it's like, and and I've seen in my lifetime this sort of, um, you know, complacency in certain aspects of the gay community of just, uh, in terms of the activism part, 
Um, yeah. And I think, and I think, and I think part of it is because culture has changed and shifted so much, and there's so much more acceptance. It's so much safer in so many ways to come out now. There's so many more resources in so many ways. There's so much more acceptance in so many ways. Um, you know, we got fucking gay marriage. Yeah, but that's you know, still, yeah, that's still just for the majority group of, of the queer community, though. I mean, we're still seeing, even within the, the queer community, we see um, marginalized groups uh, such as um, asexuals or um, a, uh, aromantic peoples, um, intersex peoples, um, bisexual erasure, um, just a lot of groups that are, are erased. Um, and then it, in the in society at large, you're, we're seeing a lot of, I mean, trans women um, are are being murdered. Um, Something that I, and this is a bit of a tangent, I think, um, but uh, a lot of people, when I mention it, they don't even realize that it's a thing. Um, Is, have you ever heard of the um, uh, trans panic defense? No. Okay. So, trans panic um, is a court defense um, that is still um, used uh, in something like 48 or 45 states. Um, it's a legal defense that's used um, for the m- individuals who murder trans women. And the defense goes like this. Um, I was so crazed and angry to discover that she was trans that I had to murder her. Right. Fuck. Um, and people Fuck. and people get off um off murder charges for it um all the time. Um so there's no recourse um for the murder of trans women. Yay. Um but I think that what I was sort of getting at is that despite all the progress that we're seeing, I think that it's really important to recognize that that progress is not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And and you are speaking to exactly what I was getting at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, even within the the queer and the gay community, there is still so much erasure. Yeah. And still so much that we don't know about ourselves about what, like, what you just told me, like, what's happening within our own queer community. Yeah. That, you know, like, where where do you learn this stuff? I didn't learn about, I mean, for the most part, LGBTQ history or rights movement in school. Absolutely not. No, it's not, it's not taught. You know, and so if people aren't, really like helping to educate each other to talk about this stuff to highlight what work still needs to be done to um, you know really use what privilege right even just from my skin color right we use the privilege that we have to hopefully speak truth to power everywhere that we're able yeah. Do everything we can. Absolutely. So, I mean, definitely, like, reflecting on on that, how how far we have to go, 
the injustices, the the work to be done, and and feeling within myself, you know, calling out my own my own complacency of just like, whoa, you know, like I need I need to be working harder for for this. Yeah. Um, and just finding those ways, right, to do it. But I think we are so much stronger as a community, and and it really has made me think of the power of community in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, And that's the kind of amazing thing about being gay, right? Like, it don't care how much money you have, what your skin color is, where you were born. (laughs) Like, you're gay, you're gay. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're all part of the community regardless of where we came from. Right? And it's not that we don't still have to unpack our own biases and prejudices and the things that we were programmed from the society we grew up in and all of that. Yes, very important point. Um, but I think it is such a powerful uniting factor of, you know, just peoplehood, brotherhood, sisterhood. Siblinghood. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so but you know, usually uh when I think about pride or the experiences I've had at Pride or like why I enjoy it. Another thing that really came up to me um is just safety. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I realized how much it means to me to have queer spaces, but not like, like I've been part of different queer spaces, but like public queer spaces. Okay. Like, just that we have our march in public and like, it is a fucking queer space when we are united and we are celebrating Pride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like do. The bars that aren't gay bars are suddenly, you know what I mean, queer safe spaces. Yeah. And that's something that is not true the rest of the year. Right. And like it's almost it highlights, because, you know, I, how do I say, what am I trying to say? Sometimes I don't notice how accustomed to not feeling safe I am in normal society. Yeah. Unless it's highlighted against that sense of relief of like, like I can just actually be myself. I can be myself in public. Yeah. Completely. And I actually really feel like surrounded by community that even if someone had a problem or gave me a hard time, like, I would have my, like, back. They would have my back, like, without question. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, And it's definitely something that I never um, realized or put words to, but but I definitely feel that um, pretty substantially. Yeah. And so that's just, like, I just think that's, like, a beautiful thing, but it also shows me, like, Man, we we deserve so much more than a fucking week of that. You know, we deserve so much more than like a month of that. 
Yeah. We really do. All of us do. I mean, like, people just deserve safety. Yeah. You know, it's not something that um, we all necessarily talk about that often. No. Right? It's not. (laughs) It's not. I mean, like, I don't. Because people don't want to hear about it. Like, not really. Um, Not unless you're listening to this podcast still. Um, I, one of the things that, and again, this might be a little off topic, but um, when I came out as trans and, and honestly, a lot since, um, one of the things that you hear all the time, um, and you hear this regardless of the type of minority group that you're a part of that you can hide. Um, but one of the things that I heard a, a lot was how brave I am. Um, and people say it thinking that it's a compliment. And right. just like talking about it ha- as as some sort of, I don't know, achievement that I've come across. Um, but honestly, it, it pisses me off every time I hear it. Just like, I I hear what you're saying. I do. But you know what? I shouldn't have to fucking be brave. Like, and and that's not what it's about anyway. Like, I'm just living my goddamn life. Right. Right. Like, you have to be brave to just, exist against the threat of violence and bodily harm that yeah. other people might bring. Absolutely. Because of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrid. It's wow. just atrocious. Yeah. That's an, that's an incredible and deep point, and I really appreciate you making that because I don't think anyone would say that out of, like, malice, but, like, yeah. You no, know, they never like do. You, like you say, it's, it's meant to be a compliment, but it's just like, yeah. That's well, and the thing is, the thing is, they they understand why they're saying it, right? Not consciously, right? Like, yeah. But subconsciously, they know that they're saying it because they know that because I came out, there's a yeah. chance that I would be murdered at a gas station, yeah, just for being me. Yeah. And fuck. Yeah. So, yay society. Sorry, I'm really somber today. Well, this is real shit. <laughs> this is I mean, this is as real as it gets. Yeah. I think so, and I I don't hear other people discussing this, which is why I think that it's important to say it. And that's why I am so vocal about stuff, and that's why, honestly, that we started this podcast. Yes. Yeah, and it just makes me think of, like, you know, the Stonewall Inn that was raided that started all of this was 
we reportedly catered to the most marginalized groups of the gay community. People yeah. that were sex workers and transgender and, you know, people of color and poor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, and that's the point, too, is that that was the only safe space available. And pride exists because that space suddenly became safe no longer. And you know what? I'm I'm really proud of of those people that stood up and those trans women of color that threw those bricks at the cops. Yes. At Queen Marsha P. Johnson, yes. Yeah. And all the others, you know, that I don't know their names because, fuck, like I said, you know, we don't even fucking learn our LGBTQ history. Yeah. So, we got to know where we've been to know where we're going, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. A little bit, at least. Yeah. So I definitely see, I think there's going to be a big tone shift in Pride next year. I think mean we're allowed to have a, a Pride gathering yeah, next year. Yeah, who knows. I really hope you're right about that. I really do. And I'm not saying, believe me, I love the celebration aspect of Pride because we are a beautiful people and community that deserve to be celebrated, to celebrate, and to fucking enjoy that celebration of life. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't want to take away from that. I don't want to say, like, celebration isn't, you know, a really valid and human need. Right? And when we're so used to being maybe, like, hidden or derided or hated, to celebrate, like you're saying, to celebrate your own just existence is wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I think it is okay to celebrate, and I'm not saying we have to um, take away from the celebratory aspect and still, like, get our shit together. Like, I have not seen in the last few years I've participated in Pride events much, if any, like, activism happening. No. And that's got to change. It's changing. Yeah, I think it is. I really do. So, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? I can't really think about it, or I can't really think of anything else. Um, It's just been, I mean, like, these things are are the things that have been on my mind this month. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, you know, I really, uh, I'm feeling it, you know, it's intense, and it's, it's heavy, and it's, it's real and it's painful and it's 
like truth when it's confronted, you know? Yeah. And that's just like the work to be done. Yes. And I think that a lot of people are doing the work. And yeah. um I'm really proud of Me too. I of am, the movements. Yes. I am I am amazed. I am heartened. To see in a, I think it was a, a, a crap, I don't want to get it wrong, but Buffalo and Italy, there was a huge black trans rally. Did you see the pictures from this? Um, I did not, no. I hadn't seen oh that one. Oh my gosh. Like, specifically, it was just like, it, it floored me. I, I just, the amount of people in the streets was just like okay we like we might really be able to make some changes you know yeah so there's there's a hopeful aspect of it too is what I'm saying I'm not saying it's all oh absolutely yeah I I think that despite the fact that that there is a lot of awful things going on right now um I see all the all the movement, all the protesting, everything, the marching as as something inherently positive. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work, yeah. and I am just so proud of the people who are who are out there doing it. Yeah. I'm so proud of. I don't know, of of parts of America. I'm not I'm never I'm never really proud of America. But um but there are a lot of Americans out there that are really making some change. And I th- yeah. I think it's so wonderful. Yeah. So take care of yourself because we gotta be in it for the long haul, right? Oh and yeah. You know, we 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 can't run out of steam, and so I just I'm just reminding everyone listening out there, like that is out doing the activism work, that's in doing the activism work. It's not like you know, sitting here fucking demanding justice in in my own ways, um, too. And there's so many ways to participate, but you know, it is work. So like, take care of yourself and. Um, do the self-care and talk to your community and to, I mean, I've been really like, whoa, blown away by um, the amount of people like seeking therapy for the amount of just like actual grief and pain that is is coming up that people are going through. So, yeah, um, you know, like do those things to, I'll really take care of yourselves and take care of each other so that we can, like, keep fighting this good fight. Absolutely. And hopefully, like, create a world or at least a world for future generations where, like, maybe they don't have to. I don't know. Is that a crazy thing to say? It's, I mean, it's the dream, isn't it? Right. I think that's always been the dream for for all minority groups. Yeah. So. 
Hey, let us know what pride means to you. Yes, please do. Inform us if you're doing some amazing work and, like, you're part of this organization or this activist group or you've got something, like, incredible to share, like, tell us. Let us know. Like, we'll use the platform we have, too, if we can, to help share it and spread it. So, Absolutely. And if you have any, like, wonderful charities that you're a part of that are helping these communities right now, um, or uh, are doing any sort of work that um, requires any sort of support that we can help um, boost that signal for, um, please send them our ways. Um, we we really want to do as much as we can to support all the movement that's happening right now. Yes. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening to Dating Out Loud. Happy Wrath Month. Well, what's left Happy Wrath Month. And keep it going. It's not. <laughs> um, we'll definitely be recording in person next time. Well, I say definitely, but fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. In Absolutely. Um, which all it might mean to you is some slightly better audio quality. So, woohoo! Yay, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks right. for bearing with us with all of yeah. this, by the way. Yeah, um, we're not perfect. And we're just, yeah, you know, people talking, sharing ourselves. So don't forget to um, tell your friends and follow us on Facebook and on um, Apple and Spotify and um, give us like a million stars on <laughs> Apple and. Reviews or something like that because I think that that improves our likelihood of being heard. I'm not really sure. Something like that. I hear it all the time. Um, like, a, yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>